Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. New technology. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. God loves you, and we do also. Yes, welcome back to another edition of Doug. And Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Yeah, so we are continuing our discussion on... Seasons of Marriage. Yes, this is part three. Part three. And Uno, dos. Tres, un, du, trois, depending on what language you speak. Oh, you went French? I went French. You went Espanol. I went, uh, parlez-vous français? Oh. oh. Oui, oui. Je m'appelle Douglas. Douglas. Je m'appelle René. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back next time. We'll have um, Doug and Renee married life in in French or in different languages because no, we man. have people listening to us from from Canada and uh, France and all over Europe, all over Europe, mm-hmm. different places. So God hey, has blessed us. Um, maybe. Maybe that will be in the near future that the Lord will bless our podcast. He's laughing, but I'm actually about to say some serious. Okay. That that our podcast will be translated in other languages. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say we're going to speak. Uh, we're going to do the podcast in Spanish or French. Not unless both of us decide we want to take Rosetta Stone. Hey, maybe there'll be a sponsor one day. Uh, maybe, but... Um, but then. maybe maybe <laughs> someone um, or our podcast will be translated in another language mm-hmm. because we do want um, as many people as possible to be blessed by mm-hmm. the podcast, not because of Doug and not because of Renee, but because of God. Mm-hmm. Um, we want him to get the glory out of everything that we share. And of course, it is Doug and Renee Married Life, so we infuse our experiences into Mm -hmm. the podcast. But that just hit me as we were uh, showing everyone um, uh, that we are multilingual (laughs) or bilingual, (laughs) Um, that maybe one day the podcast will be translated translated in other languages. So I'm in agreement with you. Yes. So anyway, we digress for a moment, no, but welcome that's, back. That's an excellent digression. Excellent digression, yeah. but we, we're going to digress right back into what we're here to do okay. today. Seasons of Marriage. Seasons of Marriage, part three. Yes. So last week, towards the end of uh, podcast. Two. Two. I was trying, I was, I was debating because in my head I said, well, if I say the date, all this was going on in my head. So if I say the date, Renee's going to be like, you don't know when people are listening to this. Exactly. So. <laughs> He's finally coming on board, y'all. That's part of married life. You know, you just put it out there and eventually your spouse will kind of, you know, kind of see things the so, way you see things. Okay, dear. So podcast 87, mm-hmm. the previous episode, uh, we started talking or we ended up with dry seasons. And I said that something I wanted to start off with um, or pick up on on this podcast, Dry Seasons. But before we get to um, Dry Seasons, I need to do some, um, what we used to call it, housekeeping. Mm -hmm. I guess we still do. 
First um, Peter three and seven. Yet last week I said it was First Peter four and seven. Oh, okay. First Peter three and seven, where it talks about studying your wife, knowing your wife. Um, that's the scripture where it talks to the husbands about studying and knowing your wife. Okay. So, and if you did not hear podcast number eighty-seven and you feel mm-hmm. lost, go back and listen to podcast eighty-seven, mm-hmm. and you know exactly what we are referring to. Yes. And the second bullet point on uh, from last week is when we were talking about calling people in in a storm, and we brought up the the, the scenario of if you're in a storm in the natural, if you call, you know, you're having an issue with your roof. The roofing company is not going to come out during the storm to repair your roof. They're going to wait till the storm passes mm-hmm. because they don't want to put their employees in jeopardy trying to fix your problem. And so. And you knew you had that leak dripping before the storm. Yeah. But you waited until now. It's a, a torrential downpour mm-hmm. um, <laughs> coming in your house. Yeah, or, or maybe you didn't know, you know, that mm-hmm. you had. A leak, maybe a tree fell on your roof or something, something along those lines. Um, the the thing I wanted to to stress is that when you're going through a storm like that, and you're calling people and you're expecting them to help you, there, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to remember, everybody's going through something, mm-hmm. and sometimes the enemy will tell you, "Well, you're the only person going through." whatever it could be that you're going through. Doug and Renee, we, we've done this podcast every week for the last year and some change. Believe you me, mm-hmm. we've gone through some things in the last year and a half, but we've made a conscious decision and we followed God's leading that every week we're going to do this podcast. So for people to think we're not going through anything or we haven't gone through anything, that's not true. So if you're going through or when you're going through something and you call somebody, it's like they're going through things, too. And so maybe they don't have the, the time or the capacity mm-hmm. at that particular point in time to help you the way you think they should help you. Maybe they're just like, hey, I'll pray for you or they'll give you some advice, you know, quick advice. Hey, try this, do this, say this, say that, you know, apologize, whatever it may be. And they're not helping you the way you feel they should help you, maybe it's because they're going through something too. And when you, like when you're flying, one of the last the pre-flight checks, the, the flight attendants come and they mm-hmm. give you the whole spill about an event, you know, you lose oxygen, put your mask on first. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what's going on in their marriage. They're putting their own oxygen mask on first before they try to help you. So I just wanted to, to clarify and go along and, Stress the point of if you're going through something right now, a storm, and you're reaching out to people and maybe they haven't gotten back to you, maybe they're going through something themselves and maybe God is trying to get you to a point where it's just you and God. So you have nobody else to rely on but God. So that way when you get through it, you'll have nobody to thank but God. Just my two cents. Okay, very well. I have I have no comment. Um, I guess that was something that you felt that the Lord wanted you to share, and I could I can add to that, but I don't want to digress from the seasons of marriage. So, I, I, you know, that would just be me. I'm not saying that's how oh. God dropped it in. So, okay, we'll, we'll leave that 
right there. Okay. So picking up on this um, podcast or this, what I want to say. This episode? This episode. We're going to start this episode. I want to talk about dry seasons. And I specifically want to address the the married couples that listen to us. And uh, for right now, I have had this happen to me and I've had this told to me. I don't know on how many occasions, but I don't know how many different married couples. And usually it's um, when we ask married couples to get involved in ministry and things like that. And they're like, oh, I can't. I can't help somebody else's marriage. My marriage needs help. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've never heard a single person make that statement in my life. I can't help a single person because I'm going through something. Never <laughs> heard a single person say that. But I've heard people who are married say, well, I can't help so-and-so because my marriage isn't where it should be or I'm going through something or whatever it may be. Again, I've never heard a single person say that. So I want to I wanna talk, I want to go to the scripture. And I want to give you what God has given me, and then we'll go from there, see if we can uh, extrapolate. Nah, I'm just joking. See, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can extrajeet the text. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not your pastor, but I just want to give you what God has given me, especially to my married couples right now who, who say, well, I can't help anybody, and I, I need help, and so on and so forth. At some point, you got to be able to help somebody else. So let's go to the book of Mark. Chapter 11, verses 12 through 14. In the Amplified Version, it says, On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he was hungry. This is Jesus. See, seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it, but he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. Again, we're talking about seasons of marriage. He said to it, no one will ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening to what he said. Amplified version. Okay. Now let's go down. Same chapter. Then uh, let's go down to verses 20 through 21 and verses 23. In the morning, as they were passing by, they already went to Bethany and came back, I'm guessing. Uh, the disciples saw that the fig tree that... The, the disciples saw that the fig tree had withered away from the roots up. And remembering, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart and God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. So my question is why did Jesus curse the fig tree from a marriage perspective? Now, okay, let's go back up to verses 12 through 14. Seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. Now, just, just, just being, using your natural mind, there had to have been no other fig trees around mm-hmm. because he saw a fig tree in leaf. So there was no other fig trees around. And Jesus said, I'm going to go to that fig tree. Now, before Jesus started walking, we all know, I ain't gonna say we all know, Jesus is omniscient, all-knowing, right? Omniscient, Omniscient, yes. mm-hmm. okay. So he had to have known there was no figs on this tree mm-hmm. before he made the trek to see there was no figs on this tree. Mm-hmm. He knew that. 
but yet he still went to see figs and to get something to eat. And it was like, no figs. How many times? And I'm going to come back to this, to my married, married couples, my married folks that are listening to me. Have you said, or even there are times where I've said, I can't minister to another couple because my marriage needs help. And let's look at this from the perspective of the fig tree. This was the only fig tree around. If someone is coming to you for help from a marriage perspective and you don't help them, I'm speaking to my married couples right now, and you don't help them, what good is your marriage? Because just because you're going through something, you can't help people? You know what I mean, Nay? Yeah, I mean, we know. We know because (laughs) we've been in many dry seasons Mm -hmm. and people have come to us and we felt we we didn't turn them away or we didn't say, well, you know what? We're not the best people for Mm -hmm. you right now because we're going through a tough time or we're not not feeling each other or we don't think that we are uh, qualified Mm -hmm. um, to offer encouragement. Everyone is qualified to offer somebody some positive, inspirational encouragement if you do nothing else but lead them to the Word of God. Yes. So there's always something that someone can do even when they are... And I'll be transparent for a moment, if I can. You can? It's your pockets. In my... (laughs) In my um, health and fitness journey... I hired a trainer some years ago, fell in love with fitness, and um, lost over 58, 60 pounds over that time span, got in good shape, got my certification because I fell in love with fitness, and then I started training people Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. and then I had some health challenges, um, breast cancer survivor and so many other things which could take up a whole nother podcast, a totally new segment, if you will, but and gained weight and have to train myself. So if I was, while I was going through those challenges in my own health and having some weight concerns as a certified personal trainer, a fitness expert, mm-hmm. If I started turning people away, then what good am I? I believe that my experiences in my health and learning and growing and the challenges I faced helped me to be a better trainer. I agree. To, because it's amazing. God sends some of the same people who experience the same things that I've gone through in my health. And I'm like, wow, God, okay, that's why I had to go through that firsthand because now I can really uh, sympathize not and, just, empathize. And, and empathize with them. And so the same is true in marriages. You experience it not for you. It's for someone else. Mm-hmm. And you can actually really help someone and you're planting seed for your future so that people can come behind and help you. And maybe, going back to what you were saying earlier, maybe people have not helped you because you have not helped anyone. 
Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So if you need help in your marriage, maybe you need to sow help in someone else's marriage. And then it's going to come back and help. And you're going to be helped. But I, and yeah, there's no but. I'm just saying I have heard it. I've seen it. I've heard it with my own ears, seen it with my own eyes. Married couples say, well, I can't help so-and-so or I can't get involved because my marriage X, Y, Z. And I come back to Mark 11, 12 through 14. There was a fig tree in, in distance, seen at a distance, a fig tree. So people may only come in contact with your marriage when they need help. They may not have the ability or capability to reach out to somebody else, you know, for assistance or uh, those encouraging words or those prayer, even if, you know, you were saying just lead them to the, to the word of God. They may not have that ability or they may, you may be that person's only shot at looking at the Bible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. You, your, your marriage may be that couple's, and that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be, the, we're supposed to be living epistles. We're supposed to be an example of Christ in the church. So people should, if they're having an issue, be able to come to you and be like, you should be able to offer them something during that time where they are hungry, where they need something to sustain their marriage because they are going through a storm. And just because you're going through something that does not, like you said earlier, that that does not uh, eliminate or cancel out the fact that we're still ministers. We may not have the title of minister, you know, or reverend or preacher or whatever. We're ministers of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so we should be ready in season, out of season, to just give people a comforting word. Except just because you're going through something, just because you're going through a, a winter season in your marriage, that does not exempt you from sharing God's word and encouraging another couple. Just you don't be, have an exemption. Just because your lawn is dry doesn't mean you can't help water the other, other person's now, lawn. So I just wanted, we wanted to, and I, I'm going to say, I wanted to talk to my married couples that uh, have been listening to us for a while and you understand my heart. I don't want to say I'm fussing. I just wanted to give you what God gave me. And so be encouraged. There's going to be a couple coming to you or couples and just give them a, a, a comforting word, an encouraging word. And you never know, like Renee just said, you sow seed, you reap a harvest. You sow in somebody's marriage, somebody's going to sow into your marriage. It's, it's inevitable. Yes. That's the way God designed it. Yes. And, and moving on from there, uh, we're still talking about, you know, when there is a dry season, dry season, or what some people may say a dry spell, you know, in their marriage, you got to be careful in those moments because the enemy also knows that it's a dry season. He sees the conversations, hears the conversations, the reactions, what you all are doing, and he is watching Mm -hmm. to see who he can devour in that moment. So you got to be careful to make sure that in your dry season, you don't make a bad choice. You don't make a bad decision. You have to Stay, as the Bible says, steadfast and unmovable. Even though it's a dry season, 
it doesn't mean it's going to stay a dry season. Again, we talked about this. There are four seasons in the year. You got winter, spring, summer, and fall. And if you lived any amount of time, you know that you have good days and you have bad days. You have good seasons and you have not so good seasons, but you, but they're seasons. Mm -hmm. And as you know, people say this too shall pass. The season is going to pass. It's not going to always be dry. So don't make a, what's the thing that you say? A temporary decision. Permanent decision. A permanent. Temporary circumstance. Thank you. Don't make a, say that again. Don't make a permanent decision over a temporary circumstance. This dry season is temporary. And it's designed to make you stronger. Um, It's designed to build you up and prepare you for the plentiful season, the spring season, the, the, you know, the warmth, Mm -hmm. the, the happiness, the good times. But how you respond in the dry season is going to make the difference in how you arrive in your new season. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, this is not in the Bible, but I've heard this said before. Um, how you leave a place determines how you arrive. Yep. And so you got to make sure. That's first Doug one and one. <laughs> so you got to make sure that you in that dry season, you still have the fruit of the spirit, temperance, meekness, kindness, uh, love, long suffering, um, joy. You want to have all nine fruit of the spirit operating in your life in every season of life. Um, you can have a moment of weakness in a dry season because you're trying to uh, speed up the season or live in the past yeah. season when things were great and it was full of grapes and berries and manna and quail and everything falling from heaven. And now it's a dry season and you still trying to live in the past. And that one poor decision, that one moment of weakness can delay your future. It can cause so many, it can cause that um, dry season to to expand longer than it needs to be based on those decisions. I I was just going to say, so we want to encourage you to... Don't don't grow weary in well doing. Mm-hmm. In due season you shall reap if you faint not. So don't make a poor choice. Don't make a bad decision in a moment of weakness or in a you know in a dry place because it's not going to always be that way. And we've talked about you know the children of Israel how it took them forty years to make a how many days eleven day journey eleven day journey because of it was in a dry season. Make mm-hmm. a bad decision, complaining, so on and so forth. Yeah, and, don't complain. And I want to go back to something you said a little bit earlier when you talked about, you know, when you're in the marriage and you're in a dry season, people come to you for advice. You know what? Sowing seeds do, even though you're going through a storm, it keeps it helps keep you accountable to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because let's just say you and I are going through something. And somebody comes to me for advice, and I give that person advice. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I can't give this person advice that I'm not taking myself. Now I'm mm. accountable to somebody else in addition to you. as I'm initially and first and foremost accountable to my wife, but now I'm accountable to whoever I gave that advice to 
like, well, I can't tell them to do something I'm not doing. Right. And then then you start getting into people saying, well, you know, the church is full of hypocrites and people doing this and not doing that. Okay, the world is full of hypocrites. <laughs> you just want to look on your face. That the bugs, world is full of hypocrites. That bugs me when people when people say that because I mean, okay. But my my thing is, you don't want to give somebody advice that you're not taking yourself. And so during that season that you're going in, and you and your spouse are in, you know, dry season, stormy season, whatever it may be. And somebody's coming to you for advice and you're giving them advice. You're pointing them to the word of God. You're encouraging them. You're giving them um, some manna. You're giving them some figs to go back to the fig tree example. You're giving them something. Okay, I got this and I can make it. Then you're going to use your own advice. Don't be Mm -hmm. someone who says something. Do as I say, not as I do. Don't be that person. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And and I dare say, I thought about this. Some of us have prayed this prayer, Lord, use me. Uh-oh. Lord, use me. And then he sends someone for encouragement and you turn them away. Only when it's convenient. Because um, they, that's not how you wanted the Lord to use mm-hmm. you. Um, so just be careful. Um, just kind of a sidebar. Be careful what you pray for, because it's not going to always look like the way you want it to look. It's not going to come packaged the way you want it packaged. He's not going to use you how you think he's going to use you. Um, He's not going to set up that blessing the way you think that blessing is going to look. So again, I digress. So No, 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 because Lord use you when you say that, you can't determine how the Lord uses you and who he uses you for. Mm-hmm. If you're saying, Lord, use me. And we've both in recent, I don't think you'll mind me saying this. <clears throat> I hope not because no. you're about to say it. Huh? I'm about to say <laughs> We've both in recent weeks have, you know, God talked to us about giving money to people in certain instances. Mm-hmm. We, we don't get to determine who we give money to. Right. I mean, we, if God says give person X this amount of money, we give person X this amount of money. You know, if you don't, and I'm just going to speak for myself, I remember I did it. The Lord told me give somebody some money, and I mm-hmm. did it. It was probably the coldest day of the year. I parked my car. God said, I told you to give this person money. They were standing on the street asking for money. And I, the Lord would not let me drive. So I had to park the truck. Got out the truck, coldest day of the year. I'm walking up and down the street looking for this person. I don't know mm-hmm. where they were, mm-hmm. but I'm standing out in the cold like, Lord, I know you told me to give this person the money. Now, if I'd have gave him the money at the first time, I'd have been on my way. Nice, warm, and toasty. Nice, huh? warm, and toasty. But now I'm out <laughs> the coldest day of the year, mm-hmm. walking up and down the street looking for this person. And ultimately, they, they appeared out. They were probably an angel because they just appeared out of nowhere. And I gave him the money, and I was like, Lord told me to give this to you. I gave him the money, got back in my truck, and went on about my way. So I'm just saying, when you're saying, I still like to say, when you're asking God to use you, you don't get to qualify and quantify who God comes, who he brings into your life. And and when you think, okay, when things are great, this is the perfect time to give. This uh, is the perfect time, you know, for me and my spouse, because we are in a... 
uh, season of plenty and, you know, things are going well. And this is, this is, this is a good time. And, but you don't get to choose Mm -hmm. your season. And so it may seem like the worst of times where God will say, I want you to give a bigger offering in church because you and your spouse are experiencing a dry spell. And if you have a need, plant a seed. So you and your spouse need money. So you're trying to hold on to the money. You're trying to hoard the money instead of giving some money so that you can get back Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. than what you gave. Um, And so... We, I don't know how we got on that subject, Lord, but okay. Yeah. Um, but again, you could be in a dry season. A dry season doesn't always have to be financial. It could be a dry season of lack of sex. It could be a dry season of someone having a challenge in their health. It could be a dry season of poor communication. It could be a dry season of having a challenge with the children. It could be a dry season of trying to have children and you're not having children. And if you tried and you've tried and you've tried, a dry season, God forbid, someone uh, lost their job. Um, And I think I'm naming stuff that we've experienced in the 34 years of our marriage, Um, whether it, it was... Health, finances, children, you know, loss of a child, you know, lack of sex, not enough sex, somebody else wants sex when the other one don't want it, all of that, (laughs) all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, but, but the thing of it is in those seasons, we could not stay there. Can you imagine if we were continuing to make the same bad financial decisions um, from 20 years ago? We probably still, we probably wouldn't even be married. We probably wouldn't be married. We probably wouldn't be in our house, you know, and and we we definitely wouldn't be doing this podcast. So, not to say we didn't make mistakes in those moments, not to say we don't still have dry seasons. I mean, and we're being transparent. The reality of it is for me right now, it's a dry season mm-hmm. in a in a specific area. Yeah. Um, we coming up on the holidays. We miss our son. Um, so that's for me, that's a dry season. I'm going through menopause. It is a dry season. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just being transparent so that I can help somebody else, so that we can help somebody else out there to let you know, just because Doug and Renee married life come on and do a podcast doesn't mean we don't still have dry season, doesn't mean we don't have challenges. Um, But the thing of it is we can't undo the progress that we made by not enduring the hardness as a good soldier, as the Bible says. And, you know, we talked about missing Drew during this holiday season. We may be going back to the fig tree. We may be the people listening to us. We may be the only fig that people see, mm. the only fig tree they see. Yeah. And so we're, again, even though we're hurting, we're going through something, we still made a conscious effort and we made a vow to God we're going to do this podcast. 
And it's not it's not always easy, but yet we're still doing it. And because we just believe this is what God called us to do. So even if you're in the dry season, that doesn't stop you from ministering and being an encouragement to others, especially during this season and to this time of the year. And because the reality of it is that your marriage really isn't about you. Stop making it about you. It's about Jesus. It's about God. Um, And I think you and I had to come to that reality that um, our marriage is not just about us. Um, Does God want us to prosper and, and enjoy each other and enjoy the journey? Yes, he does, but he must get the glory out of it first and foremost. And so even in your dry season, ask God, what is it you want me to learn in this season? What is um, your divine purpose for this season? Show me what you want me to do in this season so I don't stay in this season so that you can go to your due season. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.